Ambush. How's it going? Welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. I am your host, the DTP. I am Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by pop artist Cassie Da Silva as we talk her new single, Unsolicited Contact. Yes, after a string of successful singles in 2018 and the beginning of 2019, Cassie De Silva decided to take some time to craft her voice, her sound. Now, now it's finally time to reveal that new direction, that new energy to the world. And it all kicks off with this new single, Unsolicited Contact. And we're going to be diving into all the details of it for you here today as we discuss the text message that helped inspire this song, this powerful song. We're also going to dive into the very vibrant music video that is also very much representative of how this song came to be. And Unsolicited Contact is also the lead single off of a upcoming EP that Cassie plans to release in 2021. We're going to dive a little bit more into the production of this album and how with it, Cassie has made it the conscious effort to shift towards collaborating and working with a lot more feminine energy than she has in the past. We're also going to talk about some of Cassie's singles from before, that string of successful singles. We're also going to play one of those tracks as well as Unsolicited Contact for you here today. All of this, all of this, and more in today's episode of the DTP. And it's all brought to you today by DesertTigerMerch.com where we are going to be kicking off a 15% off sale. Yes, when you hear this episode, it is going to be available. Yes, head on over to DesertTigerMerch.com and cop yourself something today. Now, now it's about time that we jump into this conversation, that we put our paws in the sand and walk across the desert with Cassie De Silva. Let's go! The Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Awesome. How's it going, Cassie? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic, having a great day so far. Awesome, me too. Ooh, I'm always glad to hear that, always happy to hear that. Probably very excited with a uh, new single on the horizon here. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, it's been such a long time coming, so. All right. Finally. You definitely (laughs) took a little bit of time there in between, but we're going to dive into that here today. Yes. You ready to jump on into it? I'm ready to swan dive. All right. All right. Fantastic. So, of course, to get to this point, you have to start somewhere. So let's dive into 
that moment that you decided that music was the thing that you wanted to pursue? I don't know if it was just a, if it was a particular moment, but um, there was just always music in our house, and I always wanted to be like my older siblings who were taking piano lessons, so I started that, and I was a pretty shy kid, so I don't think it was till like some talent shows where my sister wouldn't let me do a dance with her, so I just went and played the piano and sang, <laughs> um, where people are like, hey, you actually sound good, but um, I realized it would, could be something for me, and then once I started writing songs, it was just, that's end game. I just loved it so much. I fell in love with writing, and yep, here we are. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So at what age was this at then? When I started writing, well, when I was pretty young, I would write poems in this little, like, pink fuzzy diary, um, you know, just about, like, parents divorcing, boys who didn't like me, like, whatever. Um, so pretty, pretty young, I would say. And then seriously was writing songs when I, like, really started getting my heart broken in high school. Um, and then I started playing those songs for people at, like, open mics and coffee houses and, you know, kind of shedding that wall um, so about high school is when I started doing it more seriously, I would say. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned you spent some time playing inside of coffee houses. So how, how do you progress out of those coffee houses into a studio? Well, when I finished high school, I moved out West, um, and I actually went to recording school. I'd been doing some shows back at home. Like I started in folk music and we have a, a really big folk community here where I'm from. Um, so I started kind of doing that and didn't really record anything until once I was actually in recording school. Those were when I did my like first real demos for just like projects for school. Um, and then from there, just started working with friends from school and just collaborating with all sorts of people and doing writing camps. And yeah, it just all snowballed from there. Okay. Okay. And then from there, it's all out of control and... <laughs> Not really. <laughs> like the sn slowest snowball roll ever, but um, way. every step's important, so no no time is wasted. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you also definitely have to uh, enjoy the process. That's something that a lot of people don't take the time to do is smell the roses. So that's one yeah. thing about taking time with the steps is sometimes it also allows you to actually soak in everything that's happening. I agree. And for me, like, I, I write from such a personal place that um, I can't just be go, go, go about it. It has to really just come when I'm inspired. So um, definitely taking my time to grow as a writer has been really important. And especially through these new songs that I'm putting out, um, I think that really shows that I've taken that time to really dig uncomfortably <laughs> really but yeah so well, that's part of being an artist sometimes right is it's yeah. we're going through some of our toughest emotions and we're finding a way to uh cope and sort of give our own way of therapy of going through some of these things oh absolutely it's uh the only therapy i can afford <laughs> so <laughs> it's really it's how i deal with everything i'm like i don't understand why more people don't just like write their feelings down I'm confused um <laughs> it's yeah it's it's really really cathartic for me to write um even if it doesn't end up going into a song just writing things down is so important for me or else I think my brain would be a big mess <laughs> fair 
Fair for sure. So, of course, that first song releasing it, because songs, they're sort of like, you know, children to us. We spend so much time crafting these little babies, and we want them to be so well. So what was it like to finally take that little package and show it off to the world, finally, to release that first song? Um, Well, I've been writing songs for so long, but... That was definitely when people actually were like, oh, she's seriously doing this now. (laughs) Like, oh, she's not just like telling us to come to some random bar show where there's like five people. Okay, like she's actually putting out music. So that was a transition for me in, I guess, outward perception. But I didn't feel differently about being an artist. I think um, it was just more people going, oh, okay. Like, okay, Cassie's actually doing it. Okay, I see, I see. So, but for me, it had just been so long that it's, like, inherent within me that it's it's just what I'm doing, you know? Awesome. All right. So I definitely want to uh, jump into some of the singles here before you end up taking a break. So your last single here in 2019 before a little bit of a... uh, some time here is still in love so take us a little bit behind that last single before a break still in love probably based off the lyrics uh dealing with some old relationships yeah um that one's yeah that one's about kind of regret over the end of a relationship um it's actually kind of funny because it's like it was kind of the end of my label relationship like i wrote that song while i was still um, signed and recorded at that same time too, but actually ended up releasing it independently once I'd been dropped. So, um, it was kind of like an end of a sound era for me too. Like I, I did that song, all three songs, um, Welcome to My Castle, Rough Cut, and Still in Love with Mike Wise. Um, and then I just knew I wanted a shift, but that song, I love that song. It's one of the, my favorite songs I've written just because when we wrote it, it was completely acoustic and really organic. And we like really dug into the lyrics. Obviously it turned out as a pop track, but it didn't start that way. So it's pretty special to me just in how we wrote it and the feeling that day. Um, I wrote it at a little song camp with some friends and yeah, it was, it was a, a nice song to write. But end of a chapter, I would say, in many ways. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, uh, dropped by a label, but Still in Love ended up performing stronger than both the singles that they released for you. So, ha, their loss. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it, but yeah, we're not sad about, we're not sad about how that ended up turning out. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. It's always about, you know, no matter what happens, you always got to do what's best for you afterwards and just, yeah. you know, fly. Fly yeah, from there. That's, I think, what I did. I mean, I know it's been a bit of a a stretch here, the break, but I I definitely needed it just to develop myself a bit further um, before putting out this next batch of stuff. Okay, okay. So (laughs) let's dive into that. You take some time to craft this new music, some time in between. You said that you were sort of changing some sounds, sort of ending a chapter. So what is the new energy that you're trying to capture that you were honing over this this last two years? Um, I think the the biggest thing for me with these new songs is I didn't go into it with like, it needs to sound like this. These are the people I want to sound like, and this is what I want to model it after. It was really just taking some songs that felt really personal, getting really uncomfortable with the lyrics, 
being really honest with the lyrics because that's what I like to hear. And I really just went, look, I want to make songs that I would want to listen to and that I could feel like I could relate to if I, you know, wasn't me and didn't have that same story. And I feel like when you get really specific with your lyrics, it allows people to put themselves in your put themselves in your shoes and pick out little things that they can relate to. Um, so I think I just I didn't want to paint with such a a broad stroke this time around. I, I wanted it to be really really authentically me. And yeah, I just anytime we got weird with production, I was like, let's get weirder. Let's just try different things. I'd rather people hate it than think it's okay. Um, so. Yeah, I just, I just really try to just have fun with it and enjoy the process of making it. I think that shows with it too. So, definitely, definitely, you can uh, definitely see how much fun you had in <laughs> the artwork for the single and in hearing the single as yes. well. So, yeah. before we dive into the musical content, I want to dive into this photo yeah. shoot for unsolicited <laughs> contact to your new single because. My God, it's bright, but yet, like, at the same time, like, very creepy and just, like, it's yeah. just this whole, like, ah, it's wonderful. Well, like, the uh, the art's obviously tied into the song, but basically when when we finished writing that song, we were recording it, we just instantly were like, okay, this is what the video needs to look like, like, and that was, you know, at least in year, a year and a half before we even shot the video when we were recording it, so... Oh, wow. I just had a really, really clear vision. I love, like, anything pastel. Um, I don't know if, you know, the reference of, like, that Black Mirror episode where everything's, like, all pastel and mm -hmm. they're on their phones. Anyway, um, so I just, I love that imagery, and I love, like, the sweetness of it, yet the song is, like, super cutting. <laughs> uh, I think it's a, a fun, like, my one friend called it Lethally Blonde. Um, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, yeah, I just, I love like kind of going there and getting a little, a little crazy with it, but still keeping those like really soft color schemes. Um, the juxtaposition is, is nice. It's a nice sweet spot there, I think. <laughs> all right. All right. Awesome. So one thing that I see from the production and other details from this track is it looks like you took a shift in trying to work with a lot more feminine energy with these yeah. new tracks in this new album. So what has that yeah. helped to unlock? Um, it's crazy because as I said, I went to recording school and when I was in recording school, I was one of five females in the school at the time. Um, not just in my program, like the school. <laughs> so uh, it, it really, I, I didn't really have an idea into what the music industry looked like, but that was definitely like kind of a rude awakening, especially in the audio side. So going forward, basically all the people I was collaborating with and writing with were, were men. And it was, you know, just like happenstance of who I knew, but, um, I wanted to expand my horizons because I, I felt like I was limiting my perspective. And I felt at times too, when I was writing and recording that, you know, maybe people couldn't see things from where I was seeing them just because of that gender gap and, you know, the difference in the industry. So I just, as soon as I moved on from the label, I just sought out as many female collaborators as I can, could. And I ended up working with, for this EP, Hill Krakuta's out of Toronto and Robin Delunto, who is actually Canadian, but 
she's a national transplant, but yeah. So the two of them and it, I don't know, it was just, it, it was a different vibe for sure. And I just felt like I could be more myself, especially with these songs that are a bit more vulnerable for me. Um, that's not to say that there aren't male, there are male writers involved in the EP, but from a production standpoint, I just felt it really important to kind of go all the way there and work with some really talented women because I hadn't yet and I wanted to. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were able to take that opportunity and that Me step too. and that you yeah. were able to have someone to understand a little bit more of the energy that you were trying to capture. Yeah, that big time uh, girl boss energy. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to capture for sure. <laughs> me on my birthday not to wish me happy birthday just to tell me about the other girl that you're in love with now yeah i think her name is megan well i know her name is megan because your mom posted that photo i'll pretend i just found out say you're sorry for the heavy text yeah what the hell did you forget we haven't talked since back in may back when your uncle passed away you want to make me jealous sorry i'm not overzealous i'm just blowing out my candles i can't handle you just trying to pull me back in back in back in are you trying to pull me back in, back in, back in? Mm. It's unsolicited contact. Now you're bringing up the past. Like we didn't end the ship for years ago. I don't need you, I don't need any of your unsolicited contact. Little A don't want me back. What you doing, what you come here looking for? Wonder why my name popped in your head And why you thought to go ahead and reach out From your Android Oh, I guess you got an Android Cause my texts are sending green And holy shit, I'm so relieved That you can't see those little dots That say I'm right in my reply Cause I'm just so, so confused I don't know what you're trying to do Are you trying to pull me back in? Back in, back in Are you trying to pull me back in?
sure, for sure. All right. So we talked about the artwork to this new single. We talked about the energy that is going into it. So now it's time. Now it's time to dive into unsolicited contact. Tell us a little bit about this new track. Yeah. So this song, um, I wrote it actually on my birthday a couple, not on my birthday, but based on on my birthday a couple years back. Um, I was about to blow out my candles and I got a text on my phone and I looked and it was my ex-boyfriend who I hadn't spoken to in quite some time. And I was like, you know what, actually, that's kind of nice. I guess we're mature now. He's wishing me a happy birthday. But I was so wrong because he completely forgot it was my birthday. And he was actually (laughs) texting me to tell me to bring up kind of, he was like dredging up some stuff from the past, but also like bringing up the new girl he was seeing. So, yeah, I was just like, what is going on? I immediately screenshotted, of course, and sent it to my closest friends and was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Clearly, he forgot it's my birthday. Like, it's one thing for that to happen, but let alone on your birthday. So, yeah, that was a real, <laughs> um, that was a real moment. Um, yeah, and then a couple of days later, I was just out for a walk and started kind of singing some lyrics. And then I went to do a session with Hill. We were just going to write a song and. I just started talking about what had happened and what's going on in my life. And I was like, okay, get this. Listen to this story. Can you believe this? Like, why would he do that? And then the song just poured out from there. The song is just basically me asking him, like, what are you doing? And (laughs) (laughs) what is this about? And why today of all days? Why? Um, Yeah, pretty pretty wild. But (laughs) yeah, so that's going to be... A little uncomfortable when he hears it because I really spared no details. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, if he's going to message you on your birthday, even if he doesn't know that it's your birthday to message you about things that have happened in the past and his new girl, he maybe deserves whatever's coming his way. <gasps> I don't wish him any bad things, but let's just say that's not a text I wanted to get on my birthday. <laughs> Not not a good way to know, celebrate. Maybe talk, to your, maybe talk to your friends or something. I don't know. Not a good way to celebrate <laughs> at all. It's, uh, no, not uh, really. Also, uh, I understand the artwork a lot more now. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it all clicking now? The um, happy birthday yeah, vibe? Yeah, yeah everything's yeah. birthday themed um, for the video too. We just really dove into like, what would this like, perfect birthday be that all of a sudden turns into a fit of rage (laughs) so uh, that was really fun it was a lot of fun to do oh my so i'm excited to see this video now too then yeah so the video actually um the artwork was shot at the in the video shoot we did that like right before we started shooting because um eventually the set was destroyed so we did the photos first <laughs> yeah smart plan smart plan yeah for there's sure. a lot of cake smashing there's a lot of like there's smashing a pinata uh just going wild just got to ruin my own birthday party basically all the things i wanted to do but couldn't do in real life <laughs> oh, just held on to it for a few years and then yeah. finally let it build finally yeah. let it out yeah let it build so <laughs> Yeah, so me holding the knife in that picture, I actually, like, fully stabbed the cake and stuff in the video. It's, it was really fun. <laughs> nice. Well, I can't wait to see this for myself then. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually out um, same day as the song, so it'll be out. Oh, so same day as this interview. Out. Then fantastic. Yeah, exactly. All right. 
So then the yeah. ambush should go and watch it right after they're done watching this. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's premiering actually on Aesthetic Magazine um, until what will be tomorrow, the 23rd, and then it'll be live on my YouTube channel. So. Okay, well, when I have the opportunity to, I'll throw the links down in the description and all that fun stuff. Amazing, thanks. Awesome, awesome. And of course, <laughs> this is the first single from an upcoming project. So is this an EP that you have coming up or what's yeah. what does the future hold? It's an EP, um, pretty much done um, right now. I'm just finishing up another song, but yeah, it's it's gonna be six songs, and they're all they're kind of somewhat in this vein, a little different. Some are a little more like glittery pop leaning, but um, all like super super truthful and um, really lyric based. So, if you like, you know, nitty gritty lyrics, I went there. <laughs> of course. Of course, yeah. that's that's where all the best energy is put out, right? Those are the songs that really help people through uh, difficult moments. And I mean, writing yeah. these songs helped you through some moments. So who knows who's going to be able to use some of these tracks to uh, definitely get through their own bad birthdays or whatever happens to come their way. <laughs> yeah, their ex tattoo them out of the blue. You know, now they have an anthem. Uh, exactly. So. Exactly. Go with that. Just right away, straight to Spotify. <laughs> I need a good mood. <laughs> okay, so um, from this EP, we're talking about the future and everything else. So is there any other music videos or any other singles that we should uh, be anticipating in our near future? Yep, there's going to be a couple more singles coming out throughout the year, and then the EP will be out in the summer. So, are you losing me here still? Yeah. Are you good? We're good. Okay. Um, yeah, a couple more singles, um, some more videos. I actually shot, um, I shot the unsolicited contact video in Toronto, but the other videos I shot in my hometown and kind of around my hometown. So, that's kind of a fun little thing. Definitely, like, we went down some back roads and like on the streets that I used to walk down or drive around with my friends, like crying to Taylor Swift. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to do that. Um, we were always limited this past year with what we could do. So I'm just glad that I could. Thing and um, yeah, we made some lemonade out of the lemons, I think. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's <laughs> always, always a good thing to uh, be able to adapt and uh, come out on top. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. See if people like it. Yes, I'm pretty sure they will. I've got a pretty good vibe. At the very vibe. least, I do. I like it. So that was, the most, that was the most important thing for me. I was like, you know what? If I like it, then who cares? Not everyone's going to like everything you make. So most important is that I do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So before I ask my last question, where can the listeners, the ambush, find out more about Cassie De Silva? Anywhere online. I'm on all the social medias, of course. Um, my website's CassieDeSilva.com. And obviously, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I'm trying to be a TikToker. Oh my gosh, I can't do any of the dances or anything. <laughs> but yeah, and you can find <laughs> you can find any of my music on whatever streaming platform you use. It's there and YouTube as well. Awesome. Of Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So last question. 
So over the uh, last two years here of releasing music, how has this journey helped you grow or what has it helped you learn about yourself? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, well, I've learned that I definitely am not a quitter because um, I think like, you know, the getting dropped from my label was like, one of the most devastating breakups of my life, but I just kind of powered through. And I don't even think people knew that it was so hard because I was just like on a plane writing, (laughs) go, go, go. I just was like, I can't stop now. I am not a quitter. So when I set my mind to something, um, yeah, there's no telling what I'm going to do. So X's look out because I will write a song about you <laughs> for my own benefit. <laughs> Anyone who comes in in the future, come prepared knowing that if you make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna write about it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I truly have no bad feelings because look what I got out of it. Bunch of songs. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Exactly. You, you learned, you grew, you found out what you also, what you didn't want in the future. So that's true. Yeah. I definitely found out that, you know, who you're collaborating with is like super important too. And the energy you surround yourself with. And, and I'm really, really trying to learn to enjoy the journey. I think it's so hard for people to stay present, especially when like, we're just judging ourselves based off like numbers and figures all the time. Um, I I learned that it really can't be about that end result. It can't be about the finish line. So I'm just trying to enjoy all these little things like this right now, getting to talk to people about music and, you know, getting to do all of the behind the scenes grunt work. Um, Doesn't really feel like work if you enjoy it. So I'm just trying to keep that frame of mind, especially this year. (laughs) What a year. It definitely has been quite the year, and it's always good to uh, keep a positive mindset through it all. Yeah, trying, trying. It's not always that way. I got to keep it real. It's not always that way, but I just got to remind myself and all of ourselves, I guess, to be, you know, to realize what we have. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Life has its ups and downs, and we need our downs so that we can truly appreciate the ups. This is so true. You know what? One of the favorite analogies I've ever made is that I once bought like the just the pink starburst and I was like, you know what? It's not as good. You need the yellow and orange to appreciate the pink and red. Very (laughs) true. Very true. You do. You do. Need the the downs. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Cassie, (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time to join me here today. Talk about my exes and starburst. I've only been talking, something's on my mind Yeah, it seems like lately, that's where you're spending your time I've been trying to fight it, and rearrange my thoughts All I want is silence, but I can't turn you These feelings won't let up, no, not even for a minute I'm still in love, I'm still in love Nothing left to say, so I guess I should admit it I'm still in love, in the 
Conversation with Cassie Da Silva as we took you behind the lead track, her new single from her upcoming EP. That's right, I'm talking about Unsolicited Contact. And you can find Unsolicited Contact as well as the rest of Cassie's released music, her catalog, yes, on your favorite music streaming service when you're there go ahead and hit follow so that when cassie drops her upcoming ep you can go ahead and have it on your phone's notifications and in your ears asap and now it's time for a big old roaring desert tiger podcast thank you to cassie da silva for joining us here on this episode a roaring dtp thank you to Mackenzie over at Strut Entertainment for helping with setting the conversation up. Last but not least, a roaring desert tiger. Thank you to you, the loyal, dedicated ambush. Guess what, guys? We topped a top 10 chart in somewhere in the world. Yeah, for performing arts in Switzerland. So, you know, that's pretty dope. We've broken top 50 before. Um, we're close to breaking top 100 in arts in a couple places. So, you know, that's pretty damn wicked. And that's all thanks to you, the Am Bush. And I am so very thankful to you. If you want to help us continue to grow, there's a few ways you can. If you have yet to join the ambush, it's as easy as hitting subscribe or follow on the podcast app you're using right now. You can review the show on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher Radio by giving us a big ol' five stars. 
you can share this episode with your friends, your family, or anyone who you think would enjoy the Desert Tiger podcast or even just this conversation with Cassie Da Silva. And of course, if you want to go a little bit further, you can head on over to deserttigermerch.com and pick yourself something up to represent the show. And starting this weekend, up until the end of January 2021, we're going to be having a 15% off sale off everything on our web store to celebrate the fact that we just passed 150 interviews recently. Yeah, once again, all thanks to you, The Ambush. So thank you, and make sure you go ahead and check out that 15% off sale because sizes are limited because I have not restocked in a little while. So hurry on down, don't miss out. Next episode on the DTP, we're going to be joined by the bassist of the Go-Go's. That's right, we're joined by Kathy Valentine to talk about her book, All I Ever Wanted, a rock and roll memoir. As she dives into her life before, during, and a little bit afterwards, her experiences with the Go-Go's and just life and rock and roll in general. So yes, next week, a legend in Kathy Valentine graces the DTP, but until then, you know what it is. I want you to go out there to find your mountaintop, your oasis, the thing that makes your heart sing and scream to its fullest capacity and glory. Find your roar, craft your roar, and let your roar out so that the world can hear just how wondrous, powerful, and beautiful your roar is because you are all of those things. All right, ambush until next episode. Bye bye.